Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Jacob Elijah, live in studio with my good friend, Les B. What's up? What's up? Welcome to the Stay for the Stories podcast. (laughs) I'm glad to be here, baby. All right, man. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I was literally in the neighborhood, wrapped up (laughs) a shoe by the track. I was like, let me hit up the guy himself and see what he's up to and i'm here my man yeah i'm i'm happy it worked out um we're both busy bodies man we're both always working um speaking of which you're a teacher right i it's funny man because we've known each other for like two years now right and like just about two years and like it never dawned on me that you were a teacher like like occasionally when actually what happens is when the school uh like year starts yeah. that's when you're like oh yeah i got to get ready for school and then you're like summer's off we got summers we got winter break and then when those things happen then it reminds me like oh yeah you're a teacher yeah and then um and i'm like dang it's just so weird uh to think about like us as runners we have like day jobs or we're like different people outside of running and coming from all different areas so like let's expand on that or like what so what do you teach where do you teach what's your where's, where's your neighborhood where do you live if you want to share all that information out, go ahead. But I'm, just, I'm curious to learn more about you as a as a professional, as a teacher, because I've always looked at you as a runner. Wow, um, I'm a jack of all trades, bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> we, we wear many hats. We wear many hats for sure. Um, I am a fifth grade special education teacher. I work I work with students with disabilities. Um, I've been teaching for this is year number ten. I am in the most diverse borough in New York City called Queens. <laughs> mm. So I'm located, um, I teach in Fresh Meadows. Um, yeah, I have uh, this year, I have fifth grade, um, but I've done the majority of the, the grades all from elementary all the way up to high school. I've, that's I've, wild. Dib- I've dibbled and dabbled in a that's, little bit of everything. That's wild. So, okay, so. For the past 10 years, too, how long have you been running? It's funny. I've been... Um, somebody asked me this the other day, and I thought about it. I've been running, I'll say, since 2016. So that's five years. Five years? Yeah, I'll say five solid years of running. So I've been running for five years. Yeah, yeah. Do you share... Do you talk to your classes? Like, do you talk to your students? Like, hey, I'm a runner. I'm a marathoner and all of these... I did TSP. It, it comes all of out. These it comes out. Like, like how you just... Like, if they ask me how my weekend was... Oh, yeah, yeah, I typically say a lot of running. Uh, but when they want to dig for more, then yeah, yeah. I'll be like, oh, yeah, by the way, I ran a half marathon this mm, weekend. Casually. Yeah. And you're like, I ran, I ran a uh, hundred, a hundred marathons in the past five years. <laughs> I have a, I have a wall full of medals you, you uh, know in my what's, studio. What's funny? All kids want to know is, did you win? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, did you win? Yeah. Did you come in first? The competitive nature mm. of your 10 or 11 year old is, yeah, did you yeah, win? Yeah. Did he come in first? How fast can did I you run? My, can I say my teacher is like... Oh, like, he, he's cool. on TV. Like, yeah, he was like, on TV. Dope. I miss him on TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's wild. Yeah, man. So like... So, but for you do run a ton of marathons. Like, like I have yet to run my first marathon. Boston is going to be my first marathon this year. Ooh. Happening in a couple of weeks. And like, so we're, we're both running it. A lot of us in Adidas Runners New York City, the crew are going to be running Boston in a couple of weeks. Yes. That's going to be my legit first official marathon. <laughs> but you've been running marathons. Like, you, like I always looked at you like you ran a marathon like once a month. <laughs> and, like, you have – well, mm. you, you do, like, the 9 plus 1 yeah. and all of these things. And, like, for me as a, as a newbie in the game, I, I, like, don't even know what that is. Or, like, I needed to learn what that was and how you qualify for all of these big marathons. Yes. Um, times or in, like, quantity of marathons. So – Walk me through what you're doing now, and like you just said, you just you just did the bronze ten miler. I just did the bronze ten miler because um, so my goal is to run the New York City Marathon um, every year. Mm. I don't know how I'm gonna do it, but I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna find a way. And you ran for the past five years or the past four years? You've done the past four years. I've done it. Uh, Out of the four, one was virtual because of COVID, the Mm. pandemic. Mm -hmm. But my goal is to run the New York City Marathon every year. So, uh, for those who are not, you know, if you're not familiar with the way running works in New York city, for those that live there, if you want to qualify for the marathon each year, the previous year, we have to do nine races throughout the year, different distances from a one mile all the way up to 
a half, and um, also volunteer. So it's called a nine plus mm-hmm. one. So I legit just did the Bronx ten miler, which gives me credit towards my nine races for this year. So hopefully I can run the New York City Marathon in twenty twenty two. Okay, wait. So you are you're not doing it this year then? I am doing it this okay, year. Okay, okay, so okay, I have okay, a spot okay. from last year. Ah, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the goal is to keep it going. But this year I started so late because um, in New York, a lot of the road races didn't have permission to host events yeah, because yeah. of just... It was still locked down. You know, like locked down, six feet apart, security, masks. Yeah, yeah. Or, so um, they legit lifted safety. that ban over the summer. And I kind of waited till last minute. I was like, wow, it's September and I need to sign up mm. for nine races in order to qualify. Oof. So basically I have three to four months from this yeah. point moving forward to to, run. to get it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> if wild. I want to make it to the start line at New York City That's for next 2022. year. So you have like essentially four months to run eight races and then volunteer for one. How are you doing so far? I am struggling. Mm. <laughs> so the Bronx 10 mile was race number three out of the nine. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh it's right. gonna be a, it's gonna be it's a, probably already well, a hard it's fall. Number three, and then um, New York City Marathon, which I'm doing, should count as okay. as one of them. To next so year, I just yeah. got to figure out a few more. Um, you know, I'll, I think I'll find some five Ks in between. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Sign up, do that just to get the credit. That's right. I'm thinking. I'm thinking long distance. I'm thinking at least half or full. But you no, could, you could no. do a five K. Yeah, I'll, it's, there's like some five Ks and some other like a ten K and mm. a random. There's like a fifteen K in December. Mm-hmm. And if I'm feeling spicy, there's a New Year's run that mm. <laughs> they I think they give you like sparkling cider at oh, midnight. Wow. wow. And that actually counts towards the night. Damn, people one. actually do that. That's insane. It's it's frigid, bro. It's like Yeah, I was gonna say it's, it's here in New York or where is it? Yeah, at? it's wow. Central Park, but it's like the Central coldest Park? day oh, dang. of yeah. the year. To me, at least. Well, I mean, because you see people like uh, huddling in Times Square, oh, yeah. and it's like the worst case, like the worst yeah. experience, but also the best experience to do that for New Year's. Definitely. But the weather conditions definitely are not in your favor or favorable in, in that case. Yeah. That's insane. That's, uh, that's kind of fun though. If you sign up, I'll sign up. Maybe. I don't know. That's <laughs> that. That's just fun because um, you don't think a lot of people do that. It's like a like a like I'm thinking it's insane, and that's why I would do it because I'm like, oh, you just gave me this information I'll, about I'll this race. I'll get back to you on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm uh, sure you have better things to do on New Year's than to try to run that with I'll, me. I'll get back in to the you cold. on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know me too, man. I'm a Florida guy, or like I'm a Texas. I'm a Southern guy, so I love the heat. And like the last thing I want to do is try to run any kind of race in zero degree weather. Yeah, this or while be, it snows or anything like that. This is different. You're gonna earn your credit. That's insane. That's <laughs> funny man so okay so how did you get into running that's my question because so we met actually let's back up we met at adidas runners new york city yes so i joined the crew or i started running with the crew about two years ago yeah. and then last year or two and a half years now considering this year then last year is when i was brought on the team but the year prior so 2019 is when i joined the team and i was running with y'all and sam is actually the guy i first started to talk to um, cause he was running my pace group or shout like I was pacing with him. Yeah. Shout out to Sam. Um, thank you. Like he was my intro to AR. Um, <laughs> dope, dope. and so it probably wasn't until last year, like when, I, yeah, we, yeah, when I officially was brought on onto the team, when we started to connect. Right. Um, so I never even got your story and how you got into running. So <laughs> let's get into that. And I oh, want to know man. more about this story, less the runner, how he got into running. All right. So I'll make this, I'll make this sweet. So I got into running um, fall of, actually summer of 2016, um, a friend of mine told me he had signed up for a half marathon. Mm-hmm. But the way he described it was, yo, sign up for this race. There's a party at every mile. And I just heard party. Uh, I was going to say party. That's what stuck out to me. Party at every I mile. Heard party. I yeah, didn't hear yeah. a race. I didn't hear the distance. So, uh, shout out to Hakeem, by the way. So, I signed up. Um, didn't think nothing of it. I would go out and run a 5K, 10K. I don't even think I ran a 10 mile leading up to this half marathon. But so, you were running before this half, though? Yes, like I'm casually, running. Well, or you were just staying in shape? Or not really through. casually. I, um, I saw that he 
had like started going out. I'm like, okay. why do you keep going out to run? Okay, okay. And he's like, bro, we're running a race. But I, it was, it didn't click that you uh, had to train for actual. So like you race. saw you saw him running, and you were like, oh, he must love running. But in fact, he was probably he probably did love running, but he was training. He was for training a half, for the half. Yeah. You were like, oh, running looks kind of cool. I might right. try that out. And he started to kind of get out there and put yeah. some miles in. So he he made it like uh like that competitive nature in him. Ah, uh, okay. So I was like. Bruh, let me tie these shoes up. Mm. And I was actually running. I mean, runners, a lot of people think runners are I was running with my phone in my hand. Oh, yeah. And I was watching. I didn't have a, a smartwatch. I didn't have a, a oh. tracker. <laughs> I didn't know what a start or stop was. Uh, yeah. I think I was using, not to, to, to plug them, a Runkeeper. I was using mm. an app called Runkeeper or something. And I was just running with the phone in my hand. But then as the race got closer, um, so the race was called the Rock and Roll Brooklyn Half Marathon. Oh, yeah. And in the title, you hear Rock and Roll. Nah, so you're already so, thinking it's so party. I'm like, oh, this is hard. party. This yeah, is yeah. going to be crazy. So then as the date comes, race morning, um, I get to the start line. Um, I get the jitters because now I'm looking around mm. and... People have their bibs on. Yeah, yeah. It's some serious it's people hype. stretching. It's hype. Game faces are, are I look on. at him and he looks at me. I'm like, yeah, this is about mm. to be crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, bro, I'm going to see you at mile one, right? For like this, this like, let's Party. just get to mile one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get to mile one and there's like a guy playing like a ukulele, like an uh. instrument. Yeah. So yeah. that was the party. The party was at every mile. Rock and roll, yeah. Someone's playing an instrument. So I, I literally Best run... Time. You know, I I get to mile 10 and I'm like dehydrated, destroyed, um, overdressed. I see all types Mm, of things. mm. And then um, there, uh, some other friends were tracking me and they're like, bro, um, we thought you had gotten like a a car service, like a Lyft or Uber because you just stopped on the map. Uh, And I was like, no, I was, I was standing in front of a table reading these gels. I've never seen them before. I was like. I don't know what these people are taking, but wow. <laughs> I'm going to take one and it's going to help me get to the finish line. And that's basically what I ended up doing. And then from that, from there is when the running bug basically mm. bit me. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait a second. If I would have trained for this. Uh, okay. And then you go into what, what if, and then yeah, you go into. I would have crushed it. So yeah, that's yeah. how I basically got into running. I, I ran a half marathon to get introduced wow. to the sport of running. That's insane. When you were training, did you like have any kind of official program? Like, you know, like I'm going to run and how you progress each week running more and longer and any kind of training or you're just running by yourself and trying to figure it out? So when I started, this is going to sound wild. I just assumed that you just go all out. Uh, so I want to say I was a runner, runner. I feel like I was a sprinter. Okay. So I would go out there for and go crazy, and then training. once like my lungs or something would start hurting, all right, it's time to turn around. Mm. So I wasn't uh, following okay, I anything. At T, I was just say, all right, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna map out something in my neighborhood. I'm gonna run there and run back, mm. and that was it. And I and I kid you not, when I first started, the goal was just to go out fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the goal. Just go out fast. And, you know, you come back, you see like an eight-minute pace, and mm. you're like, oh, dope. Then yeah, you yeah. see it 7.30, then you're like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is pr- <laughs> probably like, in actuality, the worst thing you could do is go out too strong, too fast, and like you want to do it right. You know, or like at least for me, I've always thought of like naturally you want to go out the gate hard. Right. And it takes a lot of self-control to like not do that and to like do it um, strategically, to do any race strategically especially an, an endurance one or like a long race, like a half marathon. Cause I had that same mentality when I started to run, uh, like sprinting, the sprinter mentality, <laughs> like go all out for oh, as long I, as I you learned, can. I learned the hard way, bro. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny that you talk about. So one thing that one thing over her, uh, overdressed, man, that hits home for me because my first actual race in like a race setting was, um, the Miami half marathon. <laughs> like, yeah. It, two, yeah. Two years ago. So I know how you feel because I did the full. <laughs> mm, dang, you see, so like uh, me, so even in, in whenever the race is in February, right? Like yeah, the beginning I, of February. I actually did it in yeah either January. It's or, like it's yeah. like at that sweet spot, the end yeah. of January or the beginning of February. Mm-hmm. And I remember, so like here in New York, it's like thirty degrees outside, and oh, you're yeah. training for in the winter. For and it's, yeah, and it's tw- <laughs> it's twenty thirty degrees. So me, I'm like like I I heat up pretty quickly. So even training here. 
or like like quote unquote training what I thought was training, which I don't even know. I wasn't following a program. I know that. Um, but when I go down to Miami, I'm thinking, okay, it's going to be, I know it's going to be hotter. I didn't know it was going to be that hot. And it was like 80 degrees, 100% humidity. And it felt like summer. And I, I, it was like 50 in the morning, like 50 degrees. When, when you go to the start Correct. line, it's like yeah. 50 degrees. And this is fi- for me, the marathon, it was 5.30 a.m. was our start oh, time. For the half? Or for, oh, the full. For, the, oh, for the full? For the full. Yeah, we yeah, started yeah. at 5.30 a.m. Oh, okay, I guess yeah. we started a half hour before the, the half marathon. The half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, you see, so like I go, I wake up, and again, my first actual race, and I wake up, and I'm wearing a, like I'm wearing a, like a no, very thin, long sleeve. No, no, I'm wearing a long sleeve and half tights. I'm wearing a long sleeve and half tights. Polyester? Uh, I don't know. Maybe something. Something, probably like yeah, probably mixed, something that would like keep you warm. Fabric. Yeah, yeah, that would keep you warm, even though it's thin material, to keep you warm in the winter, because that's what I would wear <laughs> in New York, like when, I'm, when I was running or training prior to the half. And then I, I show up, and I remember seeing many people look at me funny, like, this guy's insane, or like looking at me funny, and I didn't know why. Come to find out, come to find out, they were like this. I knew that they they were thinking this guy's insane for wearing a long sleeve in Miami in February for this half marathon. Oh, yeah. And like, actually, like, so I met up with a couple of people that ran with Adidas at the time, a handful of people, and they were like, are you wearing that to race? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm, I'm like just so confident in like, I got my, this. yeah. And my, not only in, like in my ability to run, what are you guys talking about? my ability to run, but even in my attire, like, yeah, I feel good. So I, I look good. I feel good. Dope. Um, like I'm in, I'm in my natural element. What I thought was like the same as New York and I'm ready to roll. And then no, like my one shirt was drenched. It, like I never took it off either, so I ran the whole half marathon in this long sleeve, and I, it looks like I, like when I'm when I was done with the half, I it looked like I had just jumped in, into a pool and like just got out of the pool. Definitely. Um, and uh, like I barely finished. Like I walked a majority <laughs> of it, or like I, I like not. You know how like you're jogging, but you're not walking. But yeah. you, you pretty you're much moving. are moving the same you're, speed. You think you're going faster than how you look? Yeah. Or like <laughs> no, no, no. I knew I looked slow, or like I knew I looked like I was. Like I was going the same speed as if I was walking. I just had a little bounce to me because I, oh, I was acting okay. like I was jogging or trying to jog and move my feet as fast as I could, but I was still wa- only walking speed. And I remember like I crossed that finish line and collapsed. Like I almost had a heat stroke, and that was my experience in my first half marathon. Like overdressed, Welcome to running, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, but that's 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 exactly how I thought of it too. Was like it was either going to go good or it was going to go bad. Either way would have been a lesson learned, and that was the biggest lesson I could have ever learned as a runner, uh, like up front. Yeah. And I learned many lessons that day. And then my like the second I finished, my whole mindset was redemption round two Miami half marathon next year. And then I go out there next year and I crush it and I'm cruising like <laughs> unfazed. I remember I crossed that finish line and I'm like, I can go again. Like, let's like just chilling. I was cruising at like a comfortable pace. For the um, record, after the full, never again. I'm oh, one never. and done with Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever ran? So you just did Miami once, the Miami full and that was it? Never again. Mm. Never again. Shout out to Miami. Do I have? Yeah, Miami's cool. There, the scene is cool. Like you go through the what I remember, like not the shipyard, but where all the cruise, yeah, cruise boat cruise like ship ships and stuff are at. Oh, some of the gated communities are dope. Oh, They're yeah, very yeah. nice. It's a, it's a fun race if you are down there and you train for it. It's a and mm. and mind you, Miami was like marathon number four for me, oh, uh, nice. and I'm at like. 15 or 16 marathons in right now, right? Now? Wow. So for me, even that being like marathon number four, three or four, I'm kind of like, whoa, this Mm. humidity and this heat, very different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, I can tell you definitely Florida. The Florida heat... And weather is like not to be messed with. It's unpredictable. Like it's consistent, but it's the you like you don't know when rain is coming. You know, it's, it could hit. Humidity is like at an all time high all the time. Yeah. it's weird. It's just a very weird. Sun is out like one hour, and then it's pouring yeah, rain the next rains, hour, and then yeah. it's back to sunny. And like, you know what's funny? That was the full. That was the full marathon. Oh wow, that was the full. It was welcome it was, to Florida. Yeah, See, welcome. Was, that's how it went. <laughs> it went. It was just like an emotional roller coaster, uh, yeah. but ended with sun. <laughs> yeah, that's that's funny. That's exactly that explains Florida to a T. Um, so, like, okay, so, uh, oh, so basically, if, if you've been running for the past five years, right, six years, yeah, you have you ran on average at least like three marathons a year up until mm-hmm. now. Yeah, um, maximum two. Uh, some years three, give or take. Um, the first few years definitely like maximum was like two to three 
And when I mean two to three marathons, I'm talking about like marathons that are close to mm-hmm. each other. Like the first two years, I did Chicago and New York back to back. So my first four marathons was Chicago, New York. Chicago, New York. What's the, what's the time frame between the two? It's like a month. Chicago yeah. is always, um, well, I think it's Indigenous People Day now, like that yeah, Columbus yeah. Day weekend. Yeah. And then New York is typically um, the first weekend in November. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah. How, how do you feel after, or I guess... Well, I'll ask you this now. How do you feel like after marathons? Like, do you think that month of recover? Like, do you have a month time to recover and you feel good and ready to roll for the next full? Or I, do you like? I think I learned the hard way. Um, I think it's good if you get yourself some type of guidance, like a coach oh, yeah. or someone that you can speak to about it. I think a lot of the way I learned was trial and error. Mm. Um, for me, my body and the way things work, the first two. I don't recommend it. I don't think that was enough recovery time because I'm brand new into running. I didn't even own a foam roller till like my third, fourth marathon. Oh. <laughs> so I still don't own a foam roller. Well, I mean, you, you're getting ready to run your first. So mm, it, it, there you go. It makes it makes sense. It I, makes did, sense. I did run an unofficial full. You know this. I know this, this, but year. I'm saying like so your I mean, first. But yeah, yeah. But you get a what lot I'm of saying. things change. Yeah, yeah. yeah so sure. like, I didn't own a foam roller till marathon four or five. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of the things that I'm doing now is because you know I've either gotten proper coaching or I've I've spoken to people, mm-hmm. and I just paid attention to what works best for me. Mm-hmm. But the first few marathons, if you're new to running. A month apart is not enough recovery mm, yeah, time, yeah. unless you have um, like a PT person inside mm-hmm. of your your home, and then you go to like you know like a gym and you yeah, do all yeah. the proper things. Yeah, or like there there are a lot of ways to expedite your recovery. Yes, and the 100%. best and the best possible way mm-hmm. and the most effective and efficient way. But oh, it, yeah, it's like sure. it, it's almost outside of like you need help. Like every, you if I didn't have, have to do it. a daytime job, yeah, 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 it's doable. If yeah, running yeah. was my job, you had time. If you had time, oh yeah, if, if yeah running was my time. job, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So okay. So growing up though, were you? Did you run? Were you a runner? No. Or did what? Did you play <laughs> any competitive sports? High, no. What, what was it? I was. Um. How do I explain this? Jack of all trades. You played so everything. And I you was a no, I wish all the time. I didn't hit my growth spurt to like maybe sophomore, junior year in high school. So anything mm. leading up to middle school, I just, extracurricular after school was just not a thing. So running mm. was just, you know, in gym. That's about it. But it wasn't like, oh, go play soccer. Oh, hey, go do basketball. Go mm-hmm. do football. Go do lacrosse. Go do X, Y, Z. High school is when I officially, like, tried out for a team. Mm. And my issue was I would make a team um, like I was good enough to make a team, but I wouldn't get what we call no burn. I didn't get no minutes. Mm. So I would eventually end <laughs> up just quitting. So mm. I would make the team. I won't make the starting lineup. And I don't know. I just felt some type of way. And I never stuck to one sport mm-hmm. when it came to that. So running never evolved in high school. Running didn't start till basically adult, yeah, <laughs> adult yeah. years. So what did you play? Basketball, football, I soccer? did basketball. Um, I think I tried out for football one year, but the position, um, I, didn't, I didn't go into it enough knowledge. Um, I didn't realize that there's like, a, a, you know, like your offensive tryout than the oh, defensive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. They're like, bro, you're here to try out for this position, but this position, the tryout for that was yesterday. Oh, so wow. <laughs> like, what are you doing here? Yeah, yeah. You know? So you grew up in New York? I grew up in New York. I uh, grew up in right outside the city, Yonkers, New York, um, and that was home. Mm. That was home. Cause the, like that's what I've noticed. So you already know. I grew up. I mostly grew up in Texas. So right. football is huge. So I grew up playing football, but I learned quickly that like football is, especially when it comes to middle school and high school sports, is like not that popular up here. Maybe like basketball, soccer, maybe lacrosse well, or field hockey and stuff like that. Running now that I'm like running, I can see definitely being yeah. a popular no, sport. So football was po- football is popular in New York, but football is popular in New York if you are in AAU on like Pop oh, Warner. Okay, okay, because then they travel. 
But okay. in New York, football is popular because our local channel in New York was called News 12. Yeah, yeah. So you'll know who the superstar of the mm. Bronx is. You'll okay. know who the superstar of Brooklyn is. Yeah. So New York was always a borough thing. It wasn't more oh. of if the sport was popular. It was did Jacob Elijah score seven touchdowns today? It was like neighborhood. No it was more local. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Now that you break it down like that, uh-huh. that makes a lot of so sense. So the local beef was there. Yeah, yeah. And that's what made the sport of football. Like there's there's been great athletes that's come out of, uh, you know, New York City and made yeah. it to the league or you know you know whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in terms of like football or basketball, if you ask me, I think they're neck and neck. Um, if you ask me, I'll lean a little bit more towards basketball, but mm-hmm. then again, football also got you know gets its gets its love in New York. I just think it's more of if you are in the sport, if you're in those urban mm. settings, yeah, 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 you'll know that like, bro, we don't have that much equipment, but mm. we get busy. Yeah, We're yeah. on this it's cheese like a passion. bus yeah. and we go to our games, and it's a rivalry. That's like, dope. It's you know because I guess one one thing that I have found so strange like texas is just such a huge state like it's a lot of space so like the amounts of fields that i've seen in like even football fields and stadiums Mm -hmm. like i've seen a lot of it because there's a lot of territory and ground to cover so when i'm up here like i've been living in new york for six years now i see like yeah. yeah since i've been here i maybe have seen a handful and that's stretching it like really only two or three mm-hmm. that I, like fields that are big enough and l- l- that are like high like you use them as high like stadium stadium yeah. status yeah no New York uh, unfortunately some areas do have those resources mm-hmm. but some areas football teams trained indoor oh wow really be no I didn't even they'll do and oh. they'll do a lot of their drills indoor suicides a lot of the the, mm-hmm. the contact stuff yeah, yeah and yeah. then um. What you'll notice is they share the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like how in the South, in the Midwest, you have, like, you could see, you know, you could get your players Mm -hmm. to practice outside of school, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you have the facility. Whereas up here, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. You know? You got to make do with what you have. Like, they're not renting, like, MetLife Stadium for high school kids to go practice there two, three times a week. Yeah. At that. Yeah, that's man, that's insane. That's wild to think about because so my high school, we had, I kid you not, like if I'm counting it right now, we had a field that was freshman and JV playing field, which is I think it was turf. It might have been grass, but we had we had like a, a stadium for the school field. We had two two or three practice fields for offense and two or three practice fields for defense <laughs> wow. and like an extra field maybe for like just miscellaneous fields like yeah. we had a huge plot of land that had that had multiple fields to practice on and some of them we would share like we definitely shared with soccer and some of the outdoor sports but like when it came down to football season and like practicing after school every day then we broke it out to like you have like like Linemen, we're gonna have one field to practice on their drills and in not every in skill position. It's all split, like even not only by the team, offense and defense, but then by positions. And we had our own little territories and markers on the fields, and like a handful of fields where I grew up, no. just in my high school alone. And that's in, insane. In thing New about. York, if you want that type of vibe, you have to go out east, Long Island, mm. different oh, towns yeah. in Long Island, suburbs. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. urban setting, yeah, nah. Yeah, that and like, like, like a, I said, a separate field for different positions and different offenses. That's wild, yeah. And just JV alone, like no yeah, yeah, varsity, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, and not even to mention, like not to get too much into it, but yeah, I played in a multi-million dollar stadium. So yeah, like no. that field that I mentioned, like at our high school, um, across the street from my high school, like two, a two-minute drive, yeah. um, multi-million dollar stadium, no. seated eleven thousand people. Like you talk about MetLife, like I, I actually played upstate in, New York. Yes, they'd have you, something like yeah, that. If you get upstate New York, if you go to like oh yeah, like I, I've upper actually Upper Westchester, yeah. White Plains, Rye, Larchmont, Portchester, mm. Upper Westchester, you might get some of that. Um, even private in the city, they're mm. using like turf. Oh yeah, yeah, and the turf is is on top of a high rise. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like That's you're practicing on a high rise. Yeah. You're not even practicing on, on ground. <laughs> Like something where the coach is gonna say, "Oh, you guys got to cut this grass." Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not practicing. That's cool though. That's so dope. Like that's um that's something that you see like on a movie, practicing like on top of a building stuff like that. Welcome to New York City. I know that's insane. That's so dope though. Um, yeah, man. And then yeah. So when you started running though, 
like ha- like not really having too much of an athletic background, I would say, or a competitive one. Did you find, how did you like, what was your mindset going into running? Of course, it was a little bit competitive and you had that friendship with uh, like your buddy who was training for the half and that's how yeah. you got into it, right? That was your intro to running and half marathons and any kind of like running culture in general. Like how, what was your mindset? What was your approach to it? And like, how did you, what, like you really caught the bug off of the experience. Oh, I caught, a, I caught the bug of all bugs. Man, let me, so I came into it being very adventurous. Okay. Like a, this I, is the new thing. Yeah, I want to try something new. new. And I loved it because I was in charge. Mm. <laughs> it's like, okay. I don't, it's like, Jacob is not going to text me and say, yo, you're not, you didn't show up for practice today. Uh, okay. It was more like, do I run today? How long do I run mm. for? Where do I run? Which way do I go? Do I need to eat something? You made the starting lineup every game. Yes. Is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So I made the, I called I like the that, shots. Though. And it was more of, how do I feel? Mm. Can I go back out later on and do another run? Mm-hmm. You know? So you, you learn things and you learn what works. And for me, I learned that, you know, some of the things I was doing, I thought I was killing it. And then I would mm. actually sign up for a race. Mm-hmm. So I can run four miles and run at, at like a killer pace and think that, yo, I'm crushing it. <laughs> yo, I'm killing it. And then I'll go to a race and then I'm like, ah, that's not transferring over mm. to the race. Like, yeah, yeah. What's going on here? <clears throat> my official time does not match the official time I have when I'm doing it on mm. my own. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. you learn things as you go. But for me, I just went into it. I went into the unknown and just became very adventurous. And it's easy for me to say because I guess I don't have the high expectation mm-hmm. of I'm going to get to the marathon mm-hmm. distance. The marathon distance just happened. Oh, yeah, yeah. I see yeah. that. I see and, that. and you want to know a fun fact? Just like how you ran an unofficial marathon mm-hmm. to see if you could do it. Yeah. Les also ran an mm. unofficial marathon by himself mm. before running his first official marathon. Oh, really? That's cool. Just to see if I could do it. And I did it in a park. Did you wake up knowing that you wanted to do that? Or did you just, you felt good that day and you just kept going and just happened to run a, a here's, here's the plot twist. I ran an unofficial full marathon two weeks before I was signed up wow. to run my actual first marathon. So it was like a jitters thing. Okay. And I was like, damn, what if I go out and I don't get this done? So mm-hmm. I legit just went out and just ran it. And I was like, all right, I could do this. Two <laughs> weeks two weeks before race day or two weeks before you signed up for the race? Two weeks before race day. Okay. Wow. So two weeks wow. before race day. And what I loved about it was where the marathon was taking place was in my backyard. It was the Queens oh, Marathon. That's cool. Yeah. And it, the Queens Marathon at this time was not on the road. It was inside of a park in Queens. Mm. And it was two, it was a uh, two or three loops. And it's an open park. Mm-hmm. You know, certain places that you sign up for races, you can literally go there and train on where you're going to go, get, oh, you know. Yeah. So for you can me, do the cor- you can it do the was course. like I want to go to the course. I want to see where the inclines are cuz I'm mm. on Hills. It's like a mental thing I've learned. This was like years. your scouting report. Yeah. You over here so doing a scouting it. report. Yeah, I did it. And it's funny because when I did it, I actually didn't even clock it on a watch or anything. Because mm. at this time, I didn't even have a watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just did it on a phone, tracked it, and then I looked at it, and I was like, all right, 26.27, so blah, blah, blah. Cool. It's done. Wow. Yeah. That's man, that's cool though. That's I that's so like just getting out there and running is is a lot of fun. I love that you didn't have anything to track it. Like yeah, like when I started to run You gotta run off a of feel. Some people think looking down at the watch every uh, few I mean listen, if that's the, the if you're a sprinter, you're you're a data you're a data guru, you yeah. gotta hit this time or it's over. Yeah. If this is work, I get it. But for me, I think I enjoy runs better when I'm running off of field, mm-hmm. and then if, when I at the end when I look, I'm like, oh, cr- damn! It, tra- pace. it translates to numbers, yeah. but it's feel first. Yeah, yeah I totally first. get that, and I love it. Yeah, like when I when I started to run, it wasn't yeah like I at the time I was probably I was running with my phone. I didn't have things like a Garmin watch. I didn't even know what Strava was. And like, to be honest, I probably was like, just I didn't want anything to do with Strava because I was like, like these people, I I looked at it like it was a, like, 
a prestige club. Like people, <laughs> you know, like like people that had cool Strava. Yeah, cool kids only. And I'm like, I'm not a part of that group. Cool. And like, yeah, it's too cool for me. I'm just trying to get. I'm just trying to learn running and figure it out at the time. And I'm like, I don't. I don't. You know, I don't. Also, I didn't want to get distracted. So like, I was like, I don't. I don't care about that right now. Ran. Yeah, I want to just get out and like learn running. And coming from a non-runner's background, I just wanted to figure it out. But I, was, I was doing it on my phone. I track it on whatever app on my phone. I think I also probably had like an Apple Watch because like I don't like carrying the weight too. So the lighter I oh, feel you, yeah, or the no things that I you. don't carry. I know you don't run with your phone. So like, really yeah, to. if I don't, yeah, unless I have to. And then, but the Apple Watch is like just a convenient thing to have. And also with like, just with work and people calls messages emails i get all my notifications so like it's it's the convenience of having a phone without having a phone i wish i had do not disturb when i started uh, oh yeah people blow you up you're mr mayor no, of New York stop City. it because if you're... i had that when i was like like kind of feeling like i was training mm-hmm. then it, the interruptions wouldn't come because mm. then you'll hear me like yo i'm oh. running i'll call you back <laughs> uh, yeah i'm running that's yeah, yeah and then you know the people that will call you right back yo are you done yet uh yeah Bro, yeah I am running right now, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, yeah, and then like even so, like, but it wasn't. Um, I guess what I'm trying to get at is like, like that also was my experience in like not having the tech or like you know like not knowing that Strava tools, existed yeah. or like the tools. Yeah, like a Garmin watch. It wasn't until later, even like years later, like two, it took two years before I actually got a Garmin watch and like if you want to think of it as I got more serious into it like that was an investment and I got you know I made a Strava account and like I wanted to properly track and like I was a little bit more data driven years later but first it was like off of feel and then it was all the huffing and puffing trial and error go out come back like not have a good day have a bad day wake up the next day have a good day love it a lot of ups and downs yeah love it just figuring it out Um, yeah and so like so when did you fall in love with running? Like, when did you, because you kind of just had, like, I think if I can summarize it, it'd be like, oh, you, like, you were more of competitive. You, you, you described it perfectly as you, for yourself was like the adventure part of it was what the try something new part of it. It's how you got into it. But when did you really like know that this was your sport or like this was your area like this is your passion like you love running tell me do you have a moment or like i have i'll give you an experience i'll give you you a moment tell tell me the story i want to know the story of how you fell in love with running the first new york city marathon Mm. so the first new york city marathon which was marathon number two for me it didn't happen the first time no my (laughs) (laughs) so wait 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 my first marathon was the queen's marathon second was let me not get this wrong the chicago marathon okay okay. i remember i told you i ran it chicago comes first always Mm, yeah 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 right yeah so first official marathon was queens um and i thought i was like done i thought i was more Mm. than done after i did the queen's marathon yeah so i get into chicago and then i also get into new york Mm. so i run chicago but chicago didn't go as well as i wanted to go Mm -hmm. but Marathon number three comes a month later, New York City Marathon. It's a journey to get there. Mm. You got to pick a bus, a ferry. We're going to Staten Island. Mm-hmm. There's thousands of people, bro. Mm. Thousands. Locals, too. People Locals. that you know. Bro, I took, I'm in Queens. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking the train, and then I'm taking the train to get on a bus in front of a library by like Bryant Park somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then the jitters alone. I see people I was, like I was gonna say, do you see people? Have you oh, seen you like see that's my neighbor people. or like oh no, I no, ran no, with you? No. I see you. I see I see people and at this time I'm not like a part of I'm not like officially part of a, the a urban running yeah. scene or even a crew. Mm-hmm. My shirt literally says less mm. and and in a in a bold blue font, mm. like some teacher ish. Like <laughs> can you see? <laughs> so I get so I'm walking um, around, um I go to the village station in Staten Island. And it's just dope. It's a lot of people. Um, I met a few people that I had already known. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I don't even know how to describe this feeling. I felt like I was getting ready to do something big. Mm. So I'm there. And then the corral I'm in, um, I guess, was a slower corral. But basically, I heard like like the gun go off for like mm. on your mark, get set, and then boom. Mm-hmm. So once I heard the blast of how loud that was, I was like, oh, yeah, it's time, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's time. So the love came when literally 
Ray starts, I'm running up the Verrazano, and then I see the New York City skyline. Mm. And then I was like, this is dope, man. Mm. Like, if I wasn't, like, when are you going to say you ran on the Verrazano Bridge over, mm-hmm. and then looking at the skyline? Yeah. And yeah. I'm at the top. I'm getting a view. Yeah. And then the I come view down. view of all views. Yeah. I come down, I get off the bridge, and then I turn onto whatever avenue that is in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and then there's pandemonium. You want to know what the pandemonium is as I'm running? Les, let's go, Les. I don't know any of these people. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, why are they screaming my name? I'm how, like, who are they? How do they know me? Rock star. And if you know me or if you've met me, Les runs off of feel and energy and noise. Mm. Mm. So they're calling my name, and that's just adrenaline rush. That's like. Yo, I love this. Mm-hmm. I gotta keep going. You know what? They I can't were, stop. You didn't know them, huh? No. They were just it was straight up because yeah. of your jersey, shirt, your shirt. I put my name on my shirt. That's wild. And the the previous two marathons. That's so. That's amazing. Previous two marathons. I didn't have my name on my shirt. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. Joe. Joe. I was John Smith. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. So the love came from what I got from the crowd support, and then I realized from that day forward, if I don't get the energy on the course. Mm-hmm. It's not going to go well. Like, I need it. Yeah, yeah. You know, some people like when it's peace and quiet. Some people Uh, run with music. mm -hmm. But I need that crowd interaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Les is over here. I'm high-fiving people. Mm. I'm doing everything you're not supposed to do, which is just just focus on the race, but I'm having fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there you go. That's cool, man. And that's my story. That's your story? That's your story, man. So what's so relatable is I can't tell you the number of times I've either been in a race setting or not and had that type of experience where you're like you're immersed in the environment or like you have that light bulb that goes off or the epiphany or the realization that like you're lucky to be here as a runner. You know it, what I mean? It's like not, not, not to say that, you know. It's like Super Bowl status. Yeah, like you yeah. play, you know, you played football. Yeah, like, like, like so, so even okay, so like that's per, I, I'll I'll talk about that too. So even when I was in high school, like I wasn't the type of player that was like the hype man. Like pre-game, you could you could like look at me and like you had no like you could have guessed I wasn't getting ready for a game. Like I listened to chill music. Uh-huh. I wasn't like 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 adrenaline rushing. Uh-huh. Yeah, nothing like ye- yelling and screaming, hyping. His helmet is getting yeah, knocked down. Like people yeah. like like I'm like no like it's just my my prep was just so relaxing. Like I just I listened to instrumental music, like nothing wow. at all. Like I was just like chilling. I was just hanging out like like that the, like it, it it never really hit me game day that I was playing a game until the whistle the first whistle blew. And I think for and what that translates to me hearing like the gun, the go gun off. going off. Yeah. I didn't even know they yep. shot guns at, mm-hmm. at, oh, at yeah. running events. I'm yeah. like, oh, wow, okay. So then, cool. so like, but even at the pregame, so like I talk about, I just went through like my, like a little bit of my experience playing football, how big it is, not just in territory and fields, mm-hmm. but like the stadium I played in and how, how many people it seated right. and like playing in front of thousands of people like every weekend in high school. Like that's insane. That's such an experience, right? <laughs> and, but even I would take the time pregame to like stop and appreciate it. Yeah, like to stop, like, in. yeah, I took, uh, how, yeah, take it all in. I would take however much time I needed game day uh, off to the side by myself, just being grounded and being present in that moment. And you're talking about me like, like when I'm in high school, like I understood the significance of what I was doing. Of that moment. And that, that moment, time. yes, that I was lucky to be there. And for me, that's kind of like when I get to the start line healthy. Mm. You know, like you always hear people reference that, like you've run, like when it's marathon day, like you've, the, the marathon's yours already. Mm, yeah, the yeah. training is the marathon. Yeah, yeah. It's like get to the start line, injury free. So like I'll get there and I'll look around and I, I also do this at the end. Like I'll turn around and look at the finish mm-hmm. and like I'll see people still coming. Because oh. running, I mean, not to say that's not competitive. I know I don't come in last. <laughs> when I turn around and I see people Even, still coming in, yeah. I'm like... Yeah, I did that. <laughs> I mean, because to be honest, so like this is funny even hearing you talk about it and hearing about a lot of runners talk about time and, and stats and PRs yeah. and stuff like that. Even if you come in last in, in a marathon, much less New York City marathon, right. in my mind, you're a winner. Oh, it's, yeah. For so sure. like, because I, I tell, big winner. I tell <laughs> people all this time, like, like, 
like you ran, you finished. Not many people can say that's that they it. ran the New York City Marathon or a marathon or a 5K or fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. Not many people can say they played Texas high school football. Not many people can say they played at the Reliance Stadium where the Texans play. <laughs> you know, like not many people can say that. Like there is always, the grass is always greener, but your grass is just as green as you want it to be. You know yeah. what I mean? And like that, like, yes. You ran the same thing the elites yes, did. That's exactly. how I feel. Yeah, you, you, you ran across that same finish line yeah. that they Society did. says they're elite. Well, I'm elite too. Exactly. <laughs> that, that, exactly. Exactly. And I have I have such an appreciation for like the just a runner because it has a, it's a it's from all all walks of life. That's why even up front, I was like, you were a teacher and like you don't think like, oh, like I thought of runners as like they train every day or de- like oh, you 24 thought, you seven. Th- you thought I was like a retired. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or, like yeah. Former collegiate. Yes. Varsity. Or, JV. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, Pop Warner, AAU, yep. traveled all over, and then I still want to stay active, so I'm running. Yeah, like, yeah, like I thought that people... <laughs> That's the narrative for a lot of people. I thought though. that people that ran, like that I met in my adult life, that they ran historically. Like their sport mm-hmm. was running. And like I, like my story of the non-runner turned runner, I, I didn't realize... I thought that that was... It's not... It was like it's it's rare to me, like as a person, like my the individual story is is, is personal, yeah. it's different, it's rare, it's it's unique. Yeah. But like that same is it's a story for a lot of people that like I was a teacher that yeah. a friend was doing a half marathon you know, and then funny, I got into running. The, uh, my my co teacher I was working with the the year I told her I was running a marathon, she's like she looked at me, she's like, uh did you train for this? Because uh, okay. I'm with I'm with I'm inside of a school building six oh. and a half hours a ah, day. Ah, okay, yeah, okay. So it's kind of like, uh, aren't you going home to, like, rest? Mm, You've mm-hmm. been around kids all day. Mm-hmm. Like, aren't you going to go, like, chill, lesson plan, mm-hmm. keep your feet up? Mm-hmm. Wait, you're going to go run? Mm-hmm. Like, are you, like, when people hear it, it's kind of like... Like, you're crazy. Like, yeah, you're not, you don't, like, bit. what do you, yeah. So, like, you know, <laughs> but you're, like you said, you'll meet all people from all walks of life, and running is just mm-hmm. what they do. Yeah, and so... Okay, like so, I want to go back to that feeling though. Like that's just that's such a cool experience, man. And like like you talk about, you could have these mo- moments of blissfulness and like joy, Beautiful just just in training, like just at like running every morning. Like I, you know this, so I've been, and I want to ask you about your streaks, like running every day. <laughs> so I've been running every day. I've been streaking for a little over two years, but like I wake up five a.m. every day. So I haven't missed a sun sunrise. Oh yeah. I haven't missed a sunrise in years. <laughs> and that's just that that alone is uh, a highlight of me as a runner is being out on my feet and like just experiencing the sunrise every day for the right. for however long that like it has been, you know? And like I take to, like I take the hour, hour and a half or however long I run each morning is my my moment and my time to my time away. It's your me time. Yeah. It's my me time, yeah. And um and like I definitely take I definitely take the time and make the effort to be present. And like just be like every day is like I'm lucky to be here. I'm lucky to run. I'm lucky to be in New York City. I'm lucky to put miles in. I'm lucky to see the sunrise. You know, all of these things. I when I first started running, people asked me, like, why? Like, what's mm. your why? And I always used to say, um, I run for those that can't, because mm. there are people mm-hmm. that physically can't run. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and I'm saying this because you know I work with students with disabilities mm-hmm. and just just you know mm-hmm. in that realm. So hearing you say that means a lot because mm-hmm. you know you're you're appreciating your ability to wake up that early and mm-hmm. go out and do the you know enjoy the sport mm-hmm. of running mm-hmm. whereas there's someone that's like physically uh so you know you know whatever it is that got them to that position you know that if they is, had your legs they would they would yeah. they would do it the same mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah exactly so that's like the appreciation of it so it's funny to like hear your why and this like my mentality has always been of the why not so like like well it, yeah but it's no so like it's it's definitely is um like a blessing in it, in itself to be able and capable to run right. right to like my circumstances have allowed me to run whereas others are not as fortunate or you know have different yeah. circumstances and and that's like that's what I also think about and I appreciate that too you know mm-hmm. um you just laid it out perfectly yeah. and you like you so you also run for those who can't yeah I run for and, those I can't and I do the same like every it, but it translates to everything that I do like 
to my personal life, to my professional life, to my athletic background, my history, like competitive, being a competitor, professional, yeah. you name it. I do that. Like, so I'll wrap this up here is like, or in what I'm trying to get at is that you don't know who's watching or you don't know what role model you are to a kid or to a neighbor or maybe. to a family. Like you don't know who's watching. You, you tell me this all the time. Like the people are watching. It's someone listening right now. Someone is listening right now. Someone's listening right now. And it could just be it could one be person. One listener. Yeah. Yep. But this is it. It can make a difference. This did it. A huge difference. Yeah. And like I've always, I've always, so I've traveled a lot when I was little. I was a military brat, so like I've experienced different cultures, different areas, different neighborhoods, different environments. Um, and like I've always consumed, I've always consumed myself and immersed myself in every every position I've always been in. So like I've taken the time to appreciate all Everything, of it, yeah. every single little detail I've, uh, in my life and like my experiences, um, I've taken the time to appreciate them and like to understand how valuable the information is and like the experiences are, right? Yeah. To like just understand the significance of my, my circumstances yeah. and the chapter. <laughs> the yes, chapter. like why this chapter plays a huge role in oh, the yeah. future of the book or and the you know just in the book. This narrative um, is dope, man. <laughs> and so, so like, so even now, like I, the former football player in me is like, oh, I know a lot of guys that can't run, like could never run or like they could They're run, done. no, yeah. or they could run yeah. if they did this. Right. And I'm sure I had, I did it and I can hopefully and, show and you how to do gone. it too. Yeah. And you can do it. Yes. And the inspiration is there. Because mm-hmm. for a long time, my, right. I could not, I never thought in a million years, that you would be out here. I'd be right here today Mr. doing the things that I'm doing now. <laughs> Your streak is, is amazing. Bro. Like the streak, the waking up every day, the, the eight miles hey. in TSP, like doing unofficial marathons. Now about to do a real marathon. Um, Four hundred mile challenge, one thousand mile challenge. You name it. Like it's the beauty. I and, and I would say in sh- in a short time. Like that has been surprising to me. But I think I have been very fortunate to like be given. I guess my abilities as, the, as an athlete mm-hmm. and having the history as a competitive athlete is a big reason why I'm able to do what I can do. Because right. in a way, I, I've always been trained. I've been trained and conditioned as a competitive athlete growing up. Yeah. So like I, I can, it's like, it's, it's redirecting my efforts, whether it's when I first started in martial arts to yeah. then going into football to now going into running. It's like, I understand the fundamentals of being an athlete or a competitive athlete, whatever by definition that might mean, Training, eating habits, sleeping, waking up early, like consistency, effort, and the results have shown. Yes, you know what I mean. So like, it's the mindset of get, you have to get in that that yeah. athletic or sports or mentality, competitive mentality, and like that's something I've always grown up on. Um, but yeah, definitely like do the things I do now for the people that are watching and for those that I don't even Someone know. Someone is watching. always watching. Yep. <laughs> um, actually, I, th- I don't know if I told you this story. So when I was down in Florida, um, I heard about this for, story. for the past you year. You went missing. I went they, missing. They yes. Said, Is everything okay with the guy that wakes up and runs in the neighborhood yes. every day? That's insane. And so, you want to know what's funny? I'll give you the rebuttal. There's this route I used to run in Queens down a street called Main Street every day at a certain time. Mm-hmm. And the bus driver that does mm-hmm. a route for like the New York City bus system, mm-hmm. the MTA or whatever. Mm-hmm. He would honk and wave oh, and give oh, me like cool. a peace sign. There you go. Yeah, yeah. And then I stopped running that route mm-hmm. because summer hit. And I'm like, I get to sleep uh, in okay, and stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And like I, like, I don't even know where I was. A guy just comes up to me. He's like, do you run on this street mm, a lot? Are and you I'm that like, guy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who's asking? He's like, man, you don't know me, but I'm the one that's always honking. Oh, there you go. That's so cool. Yeah, man. Like, so yeah, when I was in Florida, um, I would run the same route. I'd run four miles to the water and then four miles back and I'd get my eight miles in. So pretty consistent, just a straight shot down and back. And um, almost at the same time every morning. So I see the same people going to work. I see the same neighbors getting their mail. Yeah. I see people mowing their lawns, walking their dog, just day in, day out. I'd say hi every morning, and, like, they'd see me, you know? And then also, like, it got to, it got to a point, or, like, they just knew I, I would be out there every single day. And um, when I moved back to New York uh, earlier this year, it didn't take too long for me to pop up on a few different Facebook pages 
and uh, the topic of conversation was, or the post was, has any of y'all, has anyone seen this young kid tattooed runner? Yeah. He, he was running in the neighborhood every morning. Something I haven't seen, I haven't seen him in a while. I want to make sure everything's okay. Yeah. And my mom had to sign up to like three different Facebook groups and like get in, get access and get in and then like post. Like request to join the group. Yeah, and like get in and then say, yeah, that's my son. He, he lives yeah. in New York. Um, he just moved back. He's still running. Don't worry. He's okay. And then like do her whole mom oh, spiel. Um, like her whole mom spiel on like, that's yeah, my dope, son man. is that's an Adidas dope. runner and like he runs out every day and like, yeah, he's doing good. Um, and then even so like it's funny because like the bus driver um, you know, like neighbors would stop me and yeah. like, they'd be, they'd like, would make it a point to like, kind of like stop me uh-huh. as I'm running and like, ask me, what are you training for? What are you running for? And the curiosity. And the curiosity yeah. And then also like, I, like I, there was a time when, or where, uh, a couple of people stopped me and they were like, man, you inspired me to like sign up for this half marathon that's coming up in our neighborhood later yeah. on this year. That's and like, about, that's man. insane. And then, then they asked me like, Two like two ser- like serious questions that me as the ignorance is bliss kind of guy like <laughs> well, like how do I train how do I get better and I'm like I ha- I'm just off a of field <laughs> I'm like oh just run until however no, you no, feel no no <laughs> no, no, there's, uh, no but th- there's definitely a proper way to do it but they would process. ask me like they ask me questions like that because in their mind the perception is like oh he's a serious athlete or a serious yeah, runner so he must know all the yes gems. all the information like the secret to, to the me. secrets to success yeah sunrise sunset yes yes and so like yeah i got but it was just really cool um on a basic level that like they would say oh you inspired me to sign up again or you inspired me to get back into running or just to go out for a run this weekend or do something like that like it has small little things like that that matter and make a difference to other people that's insane like just doing what you do yeah. Bus driver saying hi and seeing you every day. I'm sure, like, just seeing that smile, like, just seeing a familiar yeah. face and waving hi in the I morning does Same something. Honk. And yeah. I can predict it. I don't even have to look mm. at my watch. Oh, yeah, I yeah. just know the bus is coming. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, yeah. Like, man, it, yeah, Florida was a lot of fun. I'm excited to go back. Hopefully, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back for the holidays Dope. for sure. Um, yeah, there's a, a, a common him, joke. Tell them Mr. St- stay for the stories is mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. No, I'm the youngest snowbird in Florida. I'm the <laughs> youngest snowbird down in, in our neighborhoods. Um, but yeah, man. So, so for you, how long have you been streaking? Or how, you have been, do you run every day or no? I stopped. Uh, my streak ended maybe two years ago. Okay, okay. Um, and so, I didn't even know I was on a streak. Mm-hmm. I was just going out and just running and running and running. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get caught up into, into... It just becomes like... A routine. Your day doesn't go as well mm-hmm. if you don't get the running. Yeah, yeah. Like, it could be 11 at night and people are like, you're joking, right? You, mm-hmm. you, went, you were running at 11 at night? Mm-hmm. Like, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. It became that way, and then um, for me, it just one day I was just like, "Man, <laughs> rest, it's a lot. yeah, it's a lot, chill." Yeah. And um, so, but I've done random streaks. Like one year, I think I did a half marathon every month, which was wild. Um, I haven't done a full year of running yet, mm-hmm. but um, that's you know that's the goal. One. Uh, one of the maybe next year is the year I do it. Well, who knows? We'll see. But I've done. I'd like to start back up again. <laughs> um, I have to check. Like I'm not big on data. I just have to check to see what where I left off at on my streak. Mm-hmm. But I've done tons of like monthly streaks where you run for thirty days of run. You know, mm. thirty one days, whatever it is. Uh- and um, but the longest um, I've done it for. Um, I have to check. But it was definitely it wasn't a full year, but it was it was getting there. I think I hit like um, oh, like the run streak was about yeah, like the run streak was about a little, no, it was a little bit over half a year because I remember I remember it being uh, my birthday's in July, so I remember it going past that, and I didn't even know I was streaking till you know someone was like no, you're you running just, every you day. You go on um, you know you go on apps, you uh, get sucked into you swipe, you know what it is like um, if. If you're if you use like Strava or one of these apps, you turn the phone from vertical to horizontal, oh, and yeah. then all this new data just pre-populates it. Then you're like, bro, the data it shows that like every day there's like a a line, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, then you're yeah. like, this is nuts. But yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. 
Man, you see, like, that's just the simple thing. So even for my, my running streak, I'll take days, I'll take active recovery days. Right. So that's the days when I, minimal effort, I just try to cruise, um, and, like, I'm not really pushing it, which is, that, that's what I try to that try to explain to people that ask me is, like, how, how can you run every day? Do you not take any rest days or days off? And I'm like, no, I do all the time. I'm just out there. I still put an hour of work in or, like, a little bit of work. And it's just staying active because like it's hard, it's hard. You put it, you said it like you hit the nail on the head with it becomes part of your day. Oh yeah. Because so it's, like, it's a routine. Your like, day doesn't go well. If you I, it's more, it's a lot for me now, like, or not, it's a lot in which for me, the meaning of it, because I do it every morning. Oh, wow. so, like I start my day yeah. that way. Yeah. So like if I don't start it's like, with the run. It's like your, your, your coffee people. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah. <laughs> no, that's. That's the equivalent. It's the, it's the coffee, yep. the the lines. That's the equivalent of it for sure. Not to shout out Starbucks. And, and all that <laughs> yeah, hey, I just coffee. got a new, I just got a new coffee machine. I need, I need a little, little cups. No, I need that's the things. a, that's yeah. a, that's a shout out um, like that. Well, not like that, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So like, I mean, so yeah. So like, starting my day like that is is appropriate. That's what I need. It's part of my routine. Like br- brushing my teeth and and like getting my clothes, <laughs> like my clothes ready for the day or whatever. It's just like that. It's a part of my morning routine and part of my day. And like, I'll even wake up at 3am. So you said like people, you'll run at 11 at night if you yeah, need to get I your mile in to, or like, yeah, I'll wake up early. Like I'll, I'll take a power day. nap and I'll wake up at 3am, 4am to wake up and get ready to run before I go to work or before I catch a flight or I have a job, like a project I got to work on in the morning, something like that. I'll wake up early because it's the first thing I need to do. Dedication, the first thing I need to do is get my eight miles in. Somebody could be doing it. That's it. Mm. You know what's funny? Uh, not to drag it, not to drag the point. There are people that actually go on these apps, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And then they'll notice that, wow, I thought I was the only one out oh. here that's crazy, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. You know when, like, all right, so we're in September, we're going into October, right? Mm-hmm. October 1st, everyone's at zero again, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. For mileage. Mm-hmm. You wake up on October first, thinking, "Boom! I'm about to be the first one on the oh yeah on the on the, on list, the top on the active yeah." And you're then you're act- like, "Yo, mother, this guy's already <laughs> at like 30 miles." Um, you're like, he must be on a different yeah. time zone. And then you're, like, you're, you're, you're like, "You're like, how? <laughs> you're like, yeah. What world clock does he know? <laughs> you know, you're yeah, like, yeah. how did he get this? And then it goes to your point. It, the the clock could have hit 1201 mm-hmm. for the first day of the month, mm-hmm. and they're already out." Yep, they're just getting it. I thought about that too. Oh, I thought about that because I'm like, would I rather would I rather run at twelve oh one technically the morning and be like, yeah, I got my miles in, no, or that's, that's should I like take so. a power nap and then and then try to run? I've, I've toyed with that idea a number of times. That's next level. Bro. But it's just like the power nap is like I consider it a power nap. It's three four hours of sleep. If that works for you. Who but yeah, am I? because then, I'll tell you right now though. But I planned it out. I'm like, okay, I know this day is gonna be hard, but then I'll get a little bit more rest tomorrow yeah. or I'll take a nap in the afternoon and I'll get a little bit more rest before I get like a full eight hours or something at night. So like I planned it out and I make sure I, I did, I make sure that I get that sometime or some type of recovery in sleep or off my feet or whatever. I try to, I'd make sure that I, cause it's, a, it's necessary. Um, and, uh, yeah, I try to stay as healthy as I, as I can for sure. Um, all right, man. So look, so you were training for Boston. You just wrapped up a uh, Bronx ten miler today. Yeah. We have what is it? Two weeks now until yeah. Two T minus two weeks. T minus two weeks, man. Yeah. You ready? I don't know if I'm ready, man. I really don't know. Um. We're gonna run together. Are you gonna, are you gonna pace me? I'll update you when I cross the finish line. Mm. <laughs> no, but I feel good. I feel great. I feel like I've been um. You know, I'm I'm on this high horse of mantras right now. I'm on this five P's. I'm calling them proper preparation prevents poor performance. That's the mindset. You got to break right all now. those down, by the way. Five P's. That's gonna be the next episode. All right, five P's. Stay tuned. Proper yeah. preparation prevents poor performance. Mm. So the next two weeks, I need to I need to get the kinks out. I need to prepare. I need to mm. really figure out like. Um, like this is where I'm, you know, I'm going to go run the Boston Marathon. So mm. the 
the social butterfly Leon me would want to have fun, mm-hmm. but I'm also like, I want to, I want to race this because whatever time I get, that's mm. going to be my personal best in Boston because it's mm. my first that time doing first it. Time Boston. So, wow. so whatever data goes in the in the in the history books, yeah, if yeah. this is one and done, yeah, mm. who's going to tell that story? Mm. I'm in control. There you go, man. That's awesome. Stay, <laughs> stay for the finish story. <laughs> stay, yeah. Stay for the Boston story. Yeah, we'll do that. Man, that's gonna be a lot of fun, man. Man, I'm 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 so excited just to get out there and rip it. Um, but I'm also on the fence about it too, because I'm like, just go out. I have two two mindsets. One is to go out and have fun, experience Boston and just right. soak it all up, or go all out and be laser focused. And I'm going to, like, no matter what I do, it'll be my first official marathon yeah. time. Likewise. And I have oh. this crazy idea uh, to try to go and hit three hours. Or as close as I can get to three hours, running a sub-three-hour marathon, whatever. I have this crazy idea of trying you to do this. it. got um, this. And, yeah, it, y'all know I'm just now getting into performance. Just now getting into racing. You got this. Um, and and I'm just so excited to go out there and try to see what I can do. Um, May the winds be at your back. <laughs> so let's let's try to get after it, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. At the same time, too, I think going out there and giving it my all will be a lot of fun in its own. Man, so. as long as you get to the start line, you're good to go. Mm. That's it. I'm excited, man. I can't healthy, wait. In a good mind state, make sure the mindset, the mental... All that good stuff is covered, mm-hmm. and and the world will wait and see. Nice. All right, man. So yeah, thank you for uh, your time. Thank you for uh, thank you. This has been great. In- impromptu, impromptu, impromptu. Um, business. Yeah, this is a lot of fun, man. We definitely <laughs> so, have to get 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 on the podcast again soon. You have your own podcast. Go ahead and yeah, um, uh, monthly mileage talks. Um, check it out. Mm-hmm. I'm it's sure on, this will, this will drop there too. We'll do a. It's on all platforms. Mm, monthly mileage talks. Uh, check me out. Less underscore runs, your Instagram. That's me. Uh, at less underscore runs. There we go. Um, connect, build, Q&A me to death. Mm. I don't have a fact page on my page, so you're going to have to ask me everything. There we go. You know, the frequently asked questions, I should put the answers mm. up, but I don't because mm. I love it. So. Hey, man, many more podcasts. We can we can tackle it, we can tackle it on as so a few bring, number, number bring of episodes. So bring the frequently asked yeah. questions, and, and I'll keep answering them. Cool. All right, man. Well, thank again, you. thank you for your time. I appreciate it. It's uh, been great. Have a good night. We're about to, we're about to log off. Um, to the audience, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for your time. Stay tuned. More to come. As always, stay for the stories. <laughs>